0: And now, here he is, along with the Fat Jack Dancers, the number one sports consultant in America, the Fat Jack. Hello and welcome to the Fat
1: Jack Sports Hour. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host the Fat Jack. It's March. It's spring. Tulips are coming up. The sun is coming out. It's staying out longer. And it's time to make some money in the hoops. Baseball season right around the corner. Those games are still free when you sign up for a longer package, although that is going away shortly. So. Lots to get to as we turn the page into springtime. Of course, college basketball conference tournaments and so much more going on. Let me bring in my co-host from Louisville, Kentucky, and let's get you into some profit as we head into the weekend. Mr. Brandon Rush, how are you, buddy?
0: I feel like Lieutenant Dan. I got my sea legs and uh, back on shore uh, after after my first ever cruise. It was disappointing, though, to see all these picks come in and me not being able to wager on them because apparently you can play blackjack on a, on a on a cruise ship but you can't bet on sports so that was a little disappointing
1: you can play blackjack you can play the slots they'll have a slot tournament that's a total yep. scam we could talk yep. about that we talk <laughs> about the blackjack tournament's also a total scam depending on what cruise line you're on uh, bingo is either really good or a total scam all of these are unless you're on virgin virgin does it right anybody's going on a cruise and wants to know the gambling layout and like you, Brandon, I'm not, you know, I didn't just fall off the turnip truck like a lot of these people. And when you go on a cruise ship, well, we, I do want to hear more about your cruise as we go through the show, um, as I was on a cruise as well. But if you're out there and you're gambling on these things, yeah, things to know, no sports gambling under any circumstances on these boats right now. Uh, most of them, when they have contests or types of giveaways, they are an absolute ripoff. I don't know if you checked into that on your boat, but I did on this one. Again, this is now two in a row that it's been a ridiculous uh, thing. It was thirty five dollars to sign up on a slot tournament. Thirty five dollars to sign up. It's an, a sign up. It's an hour, or not? A, you know, you go through. You have to have the top X amount of points mm-hmm. to then move to the net to the finals. You get to the finals. It's a winner take all five hundred dollars. So they've been running preliminary rounds the entire ship. Sometimes you know twenty, thirty people at a time. Day after day after day, to make the finals, you you make the finals, and then you make $500 one time. So how much money are they making on this thing? Right. I mean, there's 100 people say – it's more than that, but $3,500, bucks. they are paying 500 back. Now, they would tell you, well, we have a – if you win this $500, you get the opportunity to go on a cruise later in the year to win $100,000 guaranteed. <laughs> oh, by the way, you have to pay for your own cruise. I mean, Brandon right. – being a professional gambler, I lo- I lose my mind. I, even more, I can't even hardly walk in there because they basically – and I want to go over and tell these people that are playing these things, you're, a, you're an absolute idiot throwing your money. Don't do that. I understand that you may not win, but just on principle alone, don't encourage their horrible behavior on these stupid contests. So that was the thing. I, uh, let me give the numbers out and the website out. We're going to talk about college basketball. Obviously, we're heading into conference tournament time. And then, of course, March Madness right around the corner. A lot of reasons to get signed up. Triple Crown coming up in the next month or so. Baseball's free. Triple Crown's free when you sign up today. That will not be the case going forward. So go to FatJackSports.com. Get signed up today. I'm not giving a number because there is no number, but go to FatJackSports.com. You can get the weekend package for $99 through Monday. You can go through March Madness. It's less than $100 a week to make money all month long into April. That includes the first part of baseball season for you for free. Go through the NBA Finals. It's about $65 a week or less to make money through the NBA Finals. Again, you sign up today, you get baseball for free, triple crown races for free, and that's the middle of June. Go through next year's Super Bowl, either football or combo, you get all that stuff for free, and you can pay out the service fee for up to over seven months today after this weekend. That goes down to six months, so your monthly payments will be more. You'll be paying more. For exactly the same package. So whether you play basketball or not, waiting to sign up will cost you more than it does to sign up today. We do this intentionally. I don't want you to wait until September, sign up for the month, even though I make more when you do that. I don't want you to do that because then when September ends, however you did, whether you made 40 games of profit or lost four games of profit, whatever it is, you have to make a decision for October that will ultimately probably determine whether you're going to end the year winning betting on sports or not. Where guys that sign up now, they are going to win money this year betting on football and basketball and free baseball. That's going to happen if you sign up now. And and by the way, they're paying the lowest rate of the entire year. They've been doing this for over 25 years. None of this is by chance. Prices are all determined years ahead of time to encourage guys to sign up for the longer packages so they will make money over the year not just over the weekend. Go to fatjacksports.com, get signed up today and win. Brandon, so tell me about what did you like about the cruise? What did you not like about the cruise? Talk to me a bit about about, about that.
0: So, I, with the group that I went with, I was the only person who had never been on a cruise before. So, when you step on to the to the boat and we were on a Royal Caribbean out of uh, out of Galveston, you're one of 7,000 people who are just like, all right, this world is my oyster. Now they all knew they're like, Oh, this place is over here. And and the restaurants over here. Meanwhile, I'm standing there with my, with my backpack on just like kind of overwhelmed by everything that's going on. So once I actually got like the layout of the ship and kind of understood that like, Oh, if you eat here, it's free. If you go do this at this time, you know? So after getting past all that, then actually, understanding that like how people get seasick i never understood that concept before until you start start feeling the boat moving and you have zero control over that then it became real for some people uh, luckily i avoided any kind of uh any kind of illness on board uh whether it was uh seasickness or or, or the plague uh it was it was a really good time we, we had a couple stops went to uh, went to honduras i, I held a, a a sloth and a and a capuchin monkey and a, and a parrot that was kind of cool um Then we went to went snorkeling in Mexico, went to uh, like an all inclusive thing in in Cozumel and uh, had a a really, really good time.
1: Good for you. So a lot of relaxation. And you're right. When you first get on the boat, um, everybody's it's like it's like when you first land in Vegas for the first time. Everybody's Mm -hmm. wide eyed. Mm -hmm. They're loving life. It's this new city. All the food is going free and
0: all the possibilities are ahead of you. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And then when you get off on the last day, it's a little bit like getting back on the plane after a long weekend in Vegas of bad decisions for a lot of the people out there. And they are like dragging and they're hungover and they haven't showered two days and they're mad because they have to go back to work. Uh, They're going to have to pay for water and that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So uh, those type things become uh, that's one of the things I always notice about cruisers. But you're right. It's listen. people either love them or hate them. Um, I used to love them. I'm now decide I might be in the hating category. I haven't, I haven't totally switched over to hating yet, but I'm, I'm noticing the things I don't like about it more. Mm-hmm. Um, on the last few cruises, and I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I've become just a, a you know what? Um, a stick
0: in the mud. I'm, no. Uh, yeah, no, possibly.
1: No. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, maybe I've just, you know, what am I complaining about? You're on a boat with all you can eat food and all you can drink. The problem is, Brandon, with for me on cruises. And by the way, the seasickness is a totally different thing. People who get seasick, they typically only get seasick once because after that, they will start taking the Dramamine and the different mm-hmm. things you can take ahead of time to not, because that is a helpless, awful feeling to be seasick on a cruise ship. Um, but for me, I, I, I don't drink at all alcohol. Right. I don't, now I don't eat a lot. I used to eat a lot. So I love that. Now I don't eat a lot um when my family doesn't go we don't really participate in as much of the stuff you know before my, Karen and I have done the new not so newly wed game show they have on mm-hmm. a lot of these boats mm-hmm. we did one of those one time they asked the craziest place you've had Whoopi, and we became literal movie stars for the rest of the ship
0: <laughs> because you were honest <laughs>
1: oh we're honest and by the way her answers did not match up with mine so right. we went through the top 3 or 4 i i gave the answer on the card and she guessed four other places not appropriate no and none of them were on my card so the whole thing was like the movie theater a park the drive in then i said like, no the furniture store you know <laughs> <laughs> that thing.
0: It was a quiet day at Putt Putt.
1: <laughs> Every exactly, yeah, that, you know what the the uh, the bridge with the windmill unoccupied, and we would only been going out a month, so you know th- that type of stuff. By the right. end of the cruise, we're like, dude, you guys are awesome. They know that it was literally twenty years ago, or whatever. My sure. kids were mortified at the time; they were in high school. <laughs> but yeah, one of the, so I used to we used to participate a lot. It was a lot of fun. Now I can't eat a lot. We do, still don't drink, but you don't participate in the activities. You're just around a bunch of drunk, fat people that are just trying to gorge themselves on everything and stay by a pool that's smaller than the pool in my backyard. So I don't know. It's it's probably me, honestly, because I just the things that people really enjoy there. I now am not doing any of that.
0: Right. You're so, not vibing in, in every opportunity available to you. So, yeah, it's it. I, I could see how that would happen. One, one thing that I noticed is I, I don't dislike kids. I dislike kids who aren't civilized, Um, and I guess there's a a point of being a kid, but at the same time, if you're taking your kids on a boat, you can't have a full vacation because you then have to worry about your kids, or you go and have a full vacation, and your kids are absolute hellions.
1: Well, that's what's happened, and you'll see that in all the boats. That's the other good thing about Virgin. Virgin does not Mm -hmm. allow children. Uh, They're adults only, but you go on the boats, and yeah, you'll have that group of kids, and I don't – listen, I'm not profiling, but a lot of times they're from South America. I'm just telling you, in and the boats I've been on, they parent differently, right, wrong, or indifferent. Not saying they're not great adults. I'm just saying there's a lot more leeway in certain in my experience in certain parts of the world than others. And that freedom to let your kid freak flag fly is much more prevalent in certain parts of the world. And when they go on these cruise ships, there are gangs of them. Five, six, seven, eight years old. And you could just tell the parents have said, "Listen, what are they going to do? They're going to run off. They can't run off, right? It's a boat. Um, it's hard to you have to literally work to jump off these things. So they're just going to let them just run and play. And they take over floors at a time. I saw kids playing three on three basketball at a Papa shot." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it gets it's it aggressive in the arcades, man. Set,
1: it was setting uh, screens, running around the the video driving game, pick a foul going into the lane, and the sky looking like Michael Jordan diving into the net trying to I get saw, the thing all the way to the rim.
0: I saw two on two air hockey.
1: Of course they yeah. took the
0: pucks from the other air hockey table and they're playing two on two on the same, t- on the same table.
1: Yeah. Mayhem breaks. Loose. It's literally like Lord of the flies for fun kids. <laughs> yeah. Let's go get a Virgin Daiquiri and let's go play three on three in the arcade and the Papa shot. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And good thing about that is if the ball goes off and going down the stairs, you just grab another one. <laughs> Cause there's like 10 of them in the thing, you know, waiting to waiting to be shot up there as the buzzers going on. So yeah, crazy kids. You're right about that. Um, I totally, I totally blame myself. If you haven't been on a cruise, you should definitely try a lot to like, especially if you drink, like to drink, like to eat, like to go to different, a lot of different places. My next cruise will be my son's getting married in a late April in Portugal. And on the back end of that, and I highly recommend this, if you're going overseas and want to see a lot of places. And by the way, people are just like, what the heck is this show? <laughs> I just t- what is he doing? What is this idiot talking? Know, Why is this on a sports talk. talk
0: radio station? That's
1: is a sports talk. What's this jackass doing? Why tell me about sports? We are going to get to sports. I'm going to have so much sports after I finish this that you're going to be so sick of sports by the time we get the break, you're not going to know what to do to yourself. Um, going on a cruise overseas, an MSC cruise, not MSG. I was corrected on that. But an MSC cruise overseas, and it's going to be after his wedding. And we're going to like six different ports in seven days oh, wow. in Spain and the south of France. And so we're doing Barcelona and Italy and Portofino and all these different places. So that is what I'd recommend. If you want to go see a lot of places, especially overseas, because they're right by each other, and you don't want to have to drive or get hotel reservations, it's awesome for that. You eat dinner on the cruise and we did this to Greece, but you eat on the cruise. You then get off at the port. You go experience all the thing that that port has to offer. You get back on. You sleep in the same bed. You don't have to drag your luggage around, and then go to the next one. And the prices are comparable to what you get going to the Caribbean. So that's I'll give a report after that. We get back actually it'll be first part of next year. So follow me on uh, follow on Instagram at, at Fat Jack Sports or on Twitter at, at Fat Jack Sports, and I'll put up. Um, more during those uh, cruises at that, that time, simply because I know that we don't have the show to bother people with on that. So um, go get signed up today, fatjacksports.com. Basketball, Brandon, we're turning into March Madness. When, the conference tournament's coming up, and I've been looking through some of the numbers to win some of these, um, some of these conferences and some of the tournaments and those type things. And I will tell you, you're going to have to take a flyer in a lot of these conferences Unless you want to play a favorite, and so have you looked at any of these? Like I'm looking at the Atlantic Coast, or the, the American, sorry, the American Athletic Conference. Florida Atlantic is two to one. SMU three sixty. I, I picked that one right up, not only because it's A's, but because it, it, it they're more balanced than some of the other conferences. Sure. So you can you can take a flyer with say Memphis, who's gotten hot lately, uh, playing a little bit better. Um, and they're six and a half to one. And you don't have to beat great teams. You know, when you get these conference tournaments, the problem becomes is to to win a conference tournament and not be the favorite. We'll talk about the Big 12 in a minute because I do think there's some value there uh, playing against Houston. But some of these other tournaments, you really have to get your one team that's underperformed really lucky or have somebody else that's underperformed really lucky to beat a dominant power like UConn or like Purdue, um, one of those type teams. So, um, have you looked through any of these conference uh, tournaments and seen anything with some value that, that strikes your, strikes your eye?
0: Well, I mean, the first one that, that you mentioned, uh, you look at, at Florida Atlantic a team that went to the final four a year ago. I think a lot of people will just sort of blindly uh, back that if they're, if they're looking to get into anything and, and a team like SMU is, is streaky enough. And I think good enough to to pull off a, a conference uh, a few wins in the conference. And like you said uh, with uh, you know our futures bet for for the Super Bowl, you don't have to win the thing. You can just get them in the position to where they get in the finals. You hedge against them, and then you you win either the way. But I I really like that SMU team. They're they're a tough little squad.
1: Is there any value in the Big East betting against UConn? You know they, they have, that conference is full of really good teams. And the perception I always try to look at perception versus reality. Mm-hmm. Um, going into the term. So where can you find a team? Well, I'll go back to Baltimore uh, to win the Super Bowl. The perception was, uh, when I bet them, this team still lost. Um, Lamar Jackson hadn't played in the latter part of the year before. He had contract issues. Um, There were a lot of perception things that people like to focus on with the Baltimore Ravens and not look at the reality of, A, his contract's going to be worked out. They're going to add two or three pieces to a great defense and get some other receivers. So there were three or four of the reality things nobody wanted to talk about that in my opinion offset the the uh you know the perception of what Baltimore was. So I'm always looking at that. So when you look at conference like this, I, I think when you look at UConn, they're you know, minus one twenty five, so a heavy favorite to win the big East tournament. But they get teams like Marquette. We have a lot of listeners up in uh in Wisconsin. Um, yeah. in Wisconsin and uh, Creighton, uh Trey Alexander playing for Creighton, who is actually a Heritage Hall graduate. I watched him from the time he was a freshman in in high school could not shoot the ball at all well like brady manic also i watched these kids in high school brady manic from a few years ago played for tia tecumseh or somebody small um who's now playing overseas those those two players uh, trey waters I, I wasn't a good shooter at all but he of course he was 15 now a really good shooter uh, a really good court manager uh, great from three uh, it still takes ill-advised shots but I talk about a streaky team with some inside presence also Creighton is that you get almost five to one for them to win the conference Villanova after that 22 to one how far they've fallen
0: we're Seton a Hall years. in that in that picture
1: Seton Hall also 22 to one uh, wow. along with okay. St. John's 25 to one so gets a little bit difficult not to look at the name on the front of the jersey mm-hmm. and want to take a flyer because you just expect them to be relevant heading into March but which of those, if you're talking about the Big East, first of all, do you think there's any chance any of them could beat UConn? They've been really dominant, not only in conference but most of the year. But as I said, a lot of these other teams you're getting good value on that if they were in any other conference would would be really you know might be favored. I mean they yeah. they would definitely be up there. So which of those I mean, you like anyway?
0: One one twenty five is not that steep of a price though when you look at some of these other conferences, especially for a team like UConn that is. You know what? Three losses on the year, and then one of them as or two of them have been to to ranked teams. You know Kansas and Creighton. You one of the the only teams that have beat them. Um, Seton Hall beat uh, UConn early in the year. That's a, that's a team that's not that far behind them in the conference. Uh, I think they're only three games back. You know, going coming into uh, to the weekend. I I got a weird feeling about Seton Hall. Uh, just just because they have that win over UConn already. They're starting to play a little bit better, I think. And uh, boy, Marquette is probably the obvious answer. But if I had to pick one today against UConn, it, it would be Seton Hall just because they, uh, they've been playing better of late. And like I said, they already have that head-to-head win against UConn.
1: Yep. So let's give I'll give away a couple of free ones. You've got Brandon's there. He likes SMU in the Atlantic uh, American Athletic Conference and, and Seton Hall to take a flyer at 22-1. to 1. As he said, you don't have to get him to win. Just get them to play in the semis, even. You get them to play in the semis, you can hedge out at 20-1 to or better pretty easily. So they just have to win a couple of games. uh, And they'll be underdogs in a couple of those games, Mm -hmm. or at least one of those games. But, uh, you know, that's why they're they're an underdog. I mean, everybody can go line up. We've talked about this before. But the Super Bowl, if you had Kansas City playing San Francisco, don't pat yourself. I don't want to hear you. Anybody can have that. If you have it again this year, I don't want to hear you, even if you're right. Because I'm not about being right. I'm about making money. And sometimes you don't have to be all the way right to make a lot more money than somebody that is all the way right, uh, and and that's what we're trying to do here is get people on some, you know, little goes a long way situation. So um, I would I would definitely look. I'm going to look at um, Marquette, um, I, and Saint John's another one. For everything you just said about Seton Hall, I would say about Saint John's. They're a good mid, mid-range mid jump shot shooting team. They don't have to shoot the three all that well. They have a lot of players that can shoot mid-range jumpers, and they can get really streaky at the right time. So, um,
0: and if know wears white every game, look out.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you've got some things there. And, by the way, another coach that's used to being relevant late. Sure. Um, and I, He'll say, well, you know, I'm a year or two away with recruiting, blah, blah, blah. I, I think th- there's a chance he gets a win or so out of this team uh, in this type of spot. Uh, that maybe you know we weren't expecting that gets them at least in play as being able to hedge that number back before they hopefully have to play UConn or Marquette later on in the tournament. So uh, St. John's and then uh, Creighton would be the other one at almost five to one. They are so so streaky, but have a much better inside game. Uh, and uh, if Trey handle Trey Waters, it's yeah, Alexander, not Waters. I keep saying Trey Waters, not Trey Waters. Trey Alexander um, handles the ball, doesn't turn it over. Uh, tricky Trey Alexander um, can can will that team to a win or two that they're not supposed to have either. So those would be a couple out of the uh, Big East, out of the uh, American Conference, really not a great feel either way. I would probably go ahead and play Florida Atlantic as a favorite if you maybe play it. They're 2-1 to one and they're the favorite, and uh, they know how to get there at the end. But you're right, some, some streaky teams in that conference as well. Go to FatJackSports.com, guys. You want to make some money, now's the time. So much better rates than you're going to get in a month or two months or three months. You get baseball season for free. That is going away. You get the Triple Crown for free. That is going away. You can pay the service fee out over seven or eight months. That is going away. Lots of reasons to get signed up. Same exact picks, same exact packages, just pay less for them to make a decision now to win this year betting the games.
0: You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing. Log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win.
1: Hey, this is the Fat Jack and it's March. Time to get after college basketball. Are you ready to make some money? It's only $99 this weekend for all the plays through Monday or less than $100 a week to go all the way through the madness in the first part of April. Want baseball for free? Sign up now for a longer package. Go to FatJackSports.com. Stop guessing. Stop losing on your own and start getting consistent winners emailed or text to you. That's FatJackSports.com today from March and beyond. FatJackSports.com.
0: It's a new year, and if you made a resolution this year to be a little bit more out there and, and really treat yourself, no better opportunity than right now to use SeatGeek. Whether you want tickets to go see a game, a play, or a concert, SeatGeek has what you are looking for. If you were hoping for NFL playoff tickets in your stocking this year and you missed out, maybe you were hoping to see that boy band reunion tour this spring. SeatGeek is your ticket to new adventures in the new year. When you make your first purchase at SeatGeek, use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to get $20 off any ticket purchase. NFL playoff games, March Madness, Golf Majors, or Broadway shows, it's all there for you at SeatGeek. Use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to take $20 off your first ticket purchase now at SeatGeek. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour, and now here is our host, a man who storms the court with winners. He's the Fat Jack.
1: Thank you so much, Brandon. Fat Jack Sports Hour, segment number two, heading into the month of March. We're actually there right now if you're listening on the weekend. Um, Go to FatJackSports.com if you're betting this year, betting this weekend. If you're going skiing or you're going to Kansas City you're going to Illinois, you're going to, you know, obviously Las Vegas or anywhere in the Northeast pretty much one of the many, many, many states that have legalized sports gambling around the country. Take my picks with you. They will help you win. I had actually an uncle call or text me from Vegas this last week and gave him some winners, helped him pay for dinner. So, uh, you know, just any, any type of profit you get is better than no profit. So uh, only 99 bucks through Monday, less than 70 or 80 bucks a week for, uh, if you go through March Madness. If you go through the NBA Finals, it's about 60 bucks a week. Plays are emailed to you. You don't have to talk to anybody. Don't want you to talk to anybody. I want you just to get the picks, go bet them, follow the recommended betting guide, and start winning money. Yeah, talk about the uh, the the court storming. Grant, have you done a lot of court storming in your day? What does that look like?
0: I, I, I've only done it. I've I've stormed a, a basketball court once, um, and then a football f- a field once. Um, the second time was the the uh, the football field, and I got pepper sprayed. So that was the last time I did that.
1: Wow, that was enough. They uh, so so thousands of people are storming the field, and they decided to pepper spray you.
0: Well, no, there was there was a mass pepper spray. I just I just happened to catch some uh, some ricochet, wrong place, wrong time situation.
1: <laughs> Ouch! That's no good. Was that in Oklahoma? Was that
0: in it was. Oh, uh, you beat uh, Nebraska in two thousand. Yeah. Well, that Storm was that the was the, that was the last time.
1: <laughs> I um can I don't know if it's proudly I can just tell you that I have never in my life. You, I mean, you, you saw the video on Instagram when I won about fifty thousand dollars in the Super Bowl. Um, you put it up, actually, mm-hmm. or you, you know, you took the video. I leaned forward as we we're, were in overtime, and they throw a flood route, and I look. I analyzed the video later, and I thought, "What? Do you have a soul?" I asked myself, <laughs> "Do I have a soul? Is there a soul in my body?"
0: You get, are you capable of experiencing joy?
1: it might keep a thank you exactly that's what i thought i thought are you capable of happiness is that 50k coming my way on a flood route on the last place super exciting if you had kansas city in the under which we did there couldn't have been a more exciting moment right i mean all the way down, it could have been easier and it was easier for a long time <laughs> but as far as the excitement goes You get down to the end. There's one play. If they don't get it, you're going in overtime. You might lose both. I mean, there's a whole thing that this crescendo to this moment. My reaction was to lean forward. They completed the pass, lean backwards, and look at my tickets and give a little half Mike Learman thumbs up.
0: You gave a little Shooter McGavin uh, finger gun, too.
1: little Shooter McGavin. A little nothing. I just – and I thought – that for that much money in that situation that's all you've got so it probably won't surprise anybody who saw that video that i have never in my life experienced a level of joy or happiness at a sporting event that felt it necessary on any level to jump over a railing run onto the field and celebrate with other human beings that it is not something that i've ever done and never thought about doing um I'm trying to think if there's ever been a moment that I, you know, when's the last time I got super excited? I, it's been a while, Brandon. I mean, it's in a gambling or a cheering standpoint, and I'm not bragging about it. I'm saying that it it literally something in my soul is probably dead.
0: I think it's just situational awareness. One, you don't, I, I, you're not exactly like, oh, I need to be where 60,000 other people are right now. Yeah. Um, also, two, I, I think that it's a, it's a risk reward type of uh, calculation that goes on in your head. You'd be like yeah it might be cool for four seconds and then you realize you might get pepper sprayed so th- those things kind of weigh out and your brain sort of takes over I also think too uh, it, it, as long as you've been as deep into sports betting as as you have been that that bit of fandom has been removed from your soul and you now are you know you're, you've you're, you've moved on to the next game because again, you have the sports betting mentality, the proper sports betting mentality that, yeah, this is one game, we move on to the next game. Hey, there's that a game taking ex- off in thirty minutes. So And that is exactly right. Yeah, because of that, right. it yeah, it because exactly of that you, you don't get oh so excited over one win, you don't get devastated by one loss. So
1: and my my clients benefit from that for sure. Everybody so, out there that follows me benefits from the fact that I don't ride the highs, I don't ride the lows. I am in this, it is all business for me. It doesn't make and I've said that before. When I get off the plane in Las Vegas. I used to get that same adrenaline rush and kind of tingly feeling of excitement and optimism and hope mm-hmm. and just joy that most people get when they hit Sin City. Um, now it's like going to Cleveland. I mean, it's some. I just don't You've even nothing. Yeah. I've been there, done that. I'm here. It is a business trip. It's like I'm going to Dayton, Ohio, to sell mufflers because I am there for the money. By the way, I'm sitting on the back of my my yacht right now, looking at this this island. I think there's a topless woman over there. That is not legal. She's 150 yards. Karen, is this woman topless? I wasn't even allowed to in a hammock. She better not be. I mean, they've got rules over there, but I'm not sure they're following them. So anyway, but yeah, I. So that is definitely is it over there. <laughs> we got topless people on the beach over here, Brandon. That's some. There's going to be a war. A, a officer that's going to care about that. So they better put their clothes back on on a Tuesday. Um, But, yeah, I don't ride the highs. I don't ride the lows. It helps long-term gambling. But you're right. Removed is is the right term. That level of joy or excitement or the pain and anguish that most gamblers and most sports fans, having nothing to do with the gambling but more to do with sports, that they feel following their favorite team. I simply, it, it has been hardened over or scarred over or removed. Because for the, the survival and longevity of my business, what I do well, that is, there's no place in it for that. Emotion is not a thing if you're trying to make money long term in betting. If you know what you're doing, emotion is kryptonite. If you don't know what you're doing, it might get you, you know, you get back to even before you get on the plane going home. Right. You know, you made a whole weekend of bad choices, and by gosh, it's got to be red. It hadn't been red in three hours. Mm-hmm. It's going to be red. Let's mm-hmm. bet it all. And it's red, and now you're even. That's Dude, an emotional I'm- play.
0: I'm I'm that way like playing table games like if I'm playing blackjack if I'm playing craps and like that I don't get overly excited over like a massive massive hand or something like that just because hey there's another hand coming plus to that point too I've known you 20 years I don't know who your favorite teams are so
1: I don't don't think
0: I don't think you have that emotional attachment to a team that would that if that team were to win would then trigger whatever in your brain to be like hey I need to go celebrate with those people.
1: Yeah, you know, I don't. It's evolved. It's evolved the wrong way over 25 years. I used to care a little sure. about Oklahoma, you know, growing up in Norman, Oklahoma you, you with to, Switzer yeah. and Billy Sims and Thomas Lott and all of, you know, that whole group. Brian Bosworth back in the day. Those guys, I, I, I was a child in that town. So I sold Cokes at that stadium when I was little. So that there was some level of that. I always played. I wasn't really a fan. I played all the sports, too, and so I was more about what I was doing. But, but yeah, that is that has gone the wrong way over 25 years. And when I'm asked, and I get asked, who's your favorite team? Uh, it's whoever I have money on is my answer. It really is. I mean, my favorite team today is whoever we have money on. Yep. So it might be Wright State tonight. I mean, you know, could be Canisius. I could be a, a huge Canisius fan.
0: Utah uh, but- Valley State.
1: That's right. But tomorrow, I'm not going to care at all about Utah Valley State or Canisius. I'm going to move on to whoever's next. So listen, I guess the point here is go to FatJackSports.com. Get signed up if you want to win money betting on sports, because that is ultimately why I'm here. Not to provide more happiness or joy in your gambling experience other than for your bottom line. I don't care if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan or an Oklahoma Sooners fan or a Thunder fan or a Uh, Chicago Bulls fan, or you know, Florida Marlowe, whoever you're a fan of, I don't care. I'm only looking for the best opportunity to make us the most money. Um, Let's talk about the Big Twelve a little bit. Um, What? How times have changed, Brandon? I mean, Houston may be a number one overall, number one seed coming up here in a week or so, Um, and Kansas is still. Been a couple weeks since we talked. Still double digits to um, to win. You know, to win uh, the Big Twelve. And yeah, they're, and they're only gonna... they're
0: only 2 games behind Houston and they're 15 to 1 to win the conference.
1: Yeah, so it, it, you definitely have a separation and we talk about we just went over the Big E, or we just went over um um who was it? the Big East or Big the Big East
0: and the American, yeah.
1: Yeah, the Big East and and we talked about some of those teams that were 4 5 6 to 1 and they were playing the top team, one of the top teams, you know, for the last month or so in college basketball in Connecticut yet you're still getting four, five, or six to one for them to win their conference tournament. Now, you're not going to get double digits with Kansas to win the conference tournament, especially because the tournament is in Kansas City.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I, I think that that tells what the line setters and odds makers believe of what this Houston team actually is. Kelvin Sampson has them going. And if you're looking to win championships, that's how you do it. We see every year, San Diego State last year, Houston last year, with these, these defense-first they ugly it up when they need to, and if they shoot it well, you might as well quit because they're, you're, they're going to beat you if they shoot it well. Uh, and really, if they don't shoot it well, they might still beat you. So where does the Big 12 lie as far as going into the tournament? And more importantly, is there a team besides Houston that you think can make a pretty deep run? And we'll talk more about the NCAA tournament once we get you know the brackets, the field, all that kind of stuff. But over here, they're just looking out, out in the future a little bit, trying to open that crystal ball up. What's a Big 12 team? That you might have your eyes on. You're able to see because they're in the shadow of Houston right now. Some really good basketball teams that have been really battle tested that you're getting good odds on because they haven't done anything special because it's been regular season. They've been beating each other up. But they probably have the anatomy, if they get hot at the right time, to make a big run, a big leap up, uh, you know, make some people some money simply based on that they're underlooked right now because of how good Houston's played. You, who jumps out at you there?
0: I mean, Iowa State seems like the the obvious answer. I mean, the only teams that have beat them in the last month have been ranked teams. They lost to Baylor by two, and they lost to uh, to Houston by by uh, eight or so. But I, they they are a team that goes out and beats pretty much anybody you put in front of them, and they're 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 a tough a tough bunch. I I don't feel. That they are as good, maybe defensively, as as Houston, obviously. Uh, but if they, they're they're they get in the 70s on you, you're you're going to be in trouble because they they're not giving up 70 to uh, to many teams on on any given night, even even the really good teams. Like they they gave up 70 to Baylor, uh, but then they gave up what 73 to Houston. So I mean, they're they're good enough to to make a run, I think.
1: Yeah, and I think it's important now to, to remind people that that number one seeds don't all make the final four. Uh, one or two of them are going to get beat. Um, normally it's more than that. I mean, you'll get one, make it, maybe two. Um, but, yeah, you, so so it's okay to look in the two- and three-seed range. Iowa State right now 50-1 to one to be a number-one seed. I, that's about right. They're not going to be a number-one seed. No. Um Teams like the favorites to be number-one seeds heading into the tournament. Purdue, an overwhelming favorite, uh, 20,000, minus 20,000. Good board. So you can make yourself a cool $100 if you'll put up $20,000 Uh, And that's for them to make the um, be a number one seed. Just pray the big man doesn't get hurt if you bet that, because you could definitely see them him going down tearing an ACL or something in the first round of their tournament, and them deciding that they are no longer number one seed worthy. And now you're down twenty thousand dollars. So don't do that. Probably Connecticut six thousand minus six thousand, Houston minus thirty five hundred. These are all just to be number one seeds. Uh, and then after that, you get a little bit closer to even Arizona minus one hundred and fifty. We talked a couple weeks ago that I it was the same four teams back then, but I would said I don't think one of these teams will be a number one seed. There'll be one more. Arizona is obviously that uh, that team that could fall out of that number one seed range.
0: What's Tennessee um, at?
1: Tennessee plus one hundred and seventy to be a number one seed. They're the next. They're they're the next shortest odds after the favorites to be the number one seed. They're plus one hundred and seventy.
0: And then Marquette, um, probably. Uh,
1: North Carolina and then Marquette. North Carolina getting hot at the right time, winning some games and and uh, playing well at the right time. Then Marquette, then Alabama, then Duke at 20-1, to moving up. Then Iowa State, Kansas, both at 50-1. to So mm. these are teams just to be number one seeds. Um, again, when, when we're talking about this time of year, and I, I've told this to my clients, Brandon, and you've seen a couple emails. The last week or so of the regular season, last couple of weeks actually, of the regular season of college basketball, are very difficult to win. They're very difficult to make money. If you follow any of the gamblers on Twitter, you're going to see them if they're honest, and very few are. But the ones that are honest, you're going to see most of them are going to say one and four or two and three. The same principles, and this is one of the things that I benefit from doing this for 25 years, that I would have 20 years ago said, you know what? I'm Superman in this. You know, mm. I've had a great year, great run. We've had a great season in college basketball and in the NBA. And you can see all the profit that's built up. Go to the front page of the website of fatjacksports.com. You'll see the record over the last three months. And that that's updated every single day. So you're able to see exactly what we're doing almost in real time over recent history. And 20 years ago, I'd have said after a year like that, I don't care. I'm going to fire five games out there six games because I know what I'm doing and I'm going to win more time, more of those than not. But what I've learned over the last 20 years and some of these new gamblers, at the risk of sounding like an old man, these new gamblers don't understand is that there are times of the year that you have to either back up or totally change what you're looking at when you're handicapping games. And in my opinion, my history of this, this week or two that we just went through. And by the way, I won last week again, um, actually won Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, lost Sunday, pushed Monday. of the uh, That's going back a week or so ago. Um, so won all those days. But I wasn't releasing four, five, or six games. You were getting one game or two games or one game or three games or four games, you know, those type of rates. That's because, Brandon, these last week or so, and this week would be included in that, it becomes a little more difficult because the same principles that have applied to make money leading up to this point don't always – pay off over the last week or so before we hit the conference tournaments
0: and it's the same way kind of in the nba when you right before and right after the all-star break you kind of get some guys maybe mentally checking out a little bit they're starting to hit that rookie guys are hitting that rookie wall it's then and then right around the trade deadline where you start getting new guys in new in new places and then there's that adjustment period you can't apply the same mindset and the same tactics and and everything else to to produce winners that you do throughout the other 96% of the season. So yeah, it is it is a difficult time of year. Uh but the good news is you take all that data back from October and back from November when the season started in college basketball to be able to focus in on these final two weeks and then the conference tournaments and then the NCAA tournament, you'll take that little that little valley, that little dip because you know you're going to it's going to just going to skyrocket right back up here in the next month.
1: And if you're with me, it's normally not a valley. Like I say, Mm -hmm. we're building profit. It's smaller profit, but we're building profit right now. One last week, fully prepared to win this week. So if you want to win long-term, get with somebody who knows what they're doing for a long period of time. You mentioned the NBA. When we come back from the break, Brandon, we're going to talk. I'm going to give a couple of different tips and trends that will help people make money in the NBA as we go through this kind of final stretch heading out toward the playoffs. There's a couple of just kind of mainstay things that guys might not think about, um, and if you're betting on your own, or you're going to play your own stuff, even if you're a client of mine, I want you to win. You know, I don't want you to, you know, to lose. So, um, just a couple of different things that I've found over the last 20 years will pay off if you pay attention to heading through the last few weeks or month or whatever it is, month and a half of the NBA regular season. So, we'll talk about that in just a minute. You want to take a break? We'll, yeah, we, we
0: need we need to get one in because the uh, the NBA is. Having a sneaky good year. If you're not paying attention to the to the league this year, you're you're missing out.
1: You really are because you've had. it's like a soap opera. You've had great teams at one point that now can't find the basket. You've had some other teams that are young. Nobody expected to play well. Now they're playing great. And then you've got the old mainstays up there at the top, Boston, Milwaukee, those type of teams that are still getting it done as we're heading into a real exciting time. That's why we make so much money. Even though you get a lot more college this time of year than NBA, the reason we make so much money after uh, April is because – we're handicapping the whole thing. When you look at my NBA record this year, Brandon, it is obscene, obscenely high. Now, you haven't got picks every day in the NBA, but they have almost always been winners. We've had a very, very good year in the NBA.
0: You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383 or the simplest thing. Log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win. It's a new year, and if you made a resolution this year to be a little bit more out there and and really treat yourself, no better opportunity than right now to use SeatGeek. Whether you want tickets to go see a game, a play, or a concert, SeatGeek has what you are looking for. If you were hoping for NFL playoff tickets in your stocking this year and you missed out, maybe you were hoping to see that boy band reunion tour this spring. SeatGeek is your ticket to new adventures in the new year. When you make your first purchase at SeatGeek, use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to get $20 off any ticket purchase. NFL playoff games, March Madness, golf majors, or Broadway shows, it's all there for you at SeatGeek. Use promo code FATJACKSPORTS to take $20 off your first ticket purchase now at SeatGeek.
1: Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and it's March. Time to get after college basketball. Are you ready to make some money? It's only $99 this weekend for all the plays through Monday, or less than $100 a week to go all the way through the madness in the first part of April. Want baseball for free? Sign up now for a longer package. Go to FatJackSports.com. Stop guessing, stop losing on your own, and start getting consistent winners emailed or text to you. That's FatJackSports.com today for March and beyond. FatJackSports.com.
0: Hey, it's Brandon Rush from the Fat Jack Sports Service. If you want to stay in touch with everything related to the Fat Jack, follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you name it, we are there at Fat Jack Sports. You can also watch the Fat Jack Sports Hour on YouTube every weekend. Plus, see funny clips from the show, see Jack's appearances on the nationally syndicated TV show Beat the Odds. Stay connected to the Fat Jack at Fat Jack Sports on all the socials and on YouTube. Welcome back to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. And for the final time this week, here is our host, marching into winners. He is the Fat Jack.
1: Thank you so much, Brandon. Fat Jack Sports Hour segment number three. Getting you ready for the weekend. First weekend in March. Birthday month around my family. Um, lot going on. My best friend's birthday is coming up at the end of the month. Uh, my wife's birthday is on the 9th um i'm on the 26th my son is on the 8th of april so a lot and lots of birthdays coming up i think keith stitt the governor's brother of oklahoma he is also i think the third or the something he's in march also Uh, so a lot of people i will i will miss most of those so if you are having a birthday in march and i don't send you a text happy birthday If you listen to this show and you're a friend of mine in any way, happy, happy birthday. I'm glad you made it to whatever age you are. And if you're a lady out there, congratulations. You're holding it together together nicely. By the way, speaking
0: of of holding it together nicely, Jack, big weekend for you next weekend.
1: Big weekend for me. What is that? Oh,
0: So next weekend, Karen's birthday, the 9th. Yeah. Sunday, the 10th, we spring forward.
1: Oh, God, thank God. I was getting ready to ask you that. (laughs) And then I got to birthdays. Yep. Because I was I was gonna talk about something and I thought, you know what, I'm not gonna talk about that. I want to know what we're springing for because we've got to be getting close. The tenth we spring forward on the 10th. Yep. Oh thank God. Why do we why did we go back? Anybody know? Anybody know it may, it may be benefit for going back? I get I get a uh, leap day. I'll be okay with leap day. I'm not gonna complain about it, even though I think it's stupid it's in February. I understand why. I'm not gonna complain about it. Leap day is fine. Anybody know why we went back? Is anybody better off for us going back? And is anybody up at the Capitol or or, or in uh, Washington, D.C. have the stones to go up there and quit putting up bills that are not going to pass because you're fighting about things nobody can agree about and put up something everybody can agree about that falling back is ridiculously stupid? Is anybody going to do that, Brandon? And and, uh, can you tell me did anybody benefit from falling back?
0: I, I'm, I don't believe anyone benefited from the, the the daylight savings because they're sure as heck weren't saving any daylight um
1: let me let me tell you who didn't benefit this topless woman over here at this beach because she is, she is she, is white, she is
0: she topless she's
1: topless she's as white as driven snow she's as white as a sand brandon absolutely as white as the sand
0: she's benefiting from the from the sunlight she she's now, the one She is the one person. Who on uh, a random afternoon is is benefiting from from the from the daylight that was saved?
1: No, my point is is that if we had, we had sprung forward, she would get to lay out later in the day, which would right. make her tanner right now. So it'd be a little different scene over here across the water. Um, NBA. So yes, thank God we're falling back or springing forward. Not a moment too soon. Somebody please change that rule. Get legalized sports gambling in Oklahoma and in Texas and California. You know, let's quit acting like a bunch of idiots. Let's get legalized sports gambling in those three states at least so that I can sleep better at night. And more importantly, let's quit Let's not, Let's not. quit falling back. This is dumb. It's over. It should be over. Uh, I'm going to throw it out there. NBA, Brandon, a couple of things. Uh, go to FatJackSports.com if you don't want to, have to care about this. But if you are betting on your own, a couple of things to remember as we go through the final stretch of the season. Number one is if you have teams that are playing for seeding, Okay, So you have a six seed, and you're like, well, if they win three of the next four, they'll be a five seed. Or if they're a four seed, they'll go up to a two seed. If that is being factored into your handicapping, you are wasting your breath. You are wasting your mind. It is not a thing. NBA players, to a man, do not care. They do not pay attention to raising seeds as they get closer to the playoffs. That is something fans care about. A lot of, we've talked about this before, um, teams that you know are tanking. We talk about tanking or not winning on – all those, that's a fan. Those are fan conversations, not player conversations, not coaching conversations. Same thing in the NBA. If you're going from a higher – a seed to a higher seed. Now, the only exception to that is is if you're playing for for a play-in game spot mm-hmm. versus getting out of the play-in game spot, that matters. They will play longer. They will play harder. They will try to get that done. They don't want to play in the playing game. Obviously, if they're one game out, they want to get into the playoffs. There's so many incentives of being in the playoffs. But generally speaking, NBA athletes believe that if you're in the playoffs, it doesn't matter if you're a six, seven, eight seed or a 1 seed. It doesn't matter as long as you're not playing the playing game. You have the same opportunity to win the title. So that's the first thing. Don't factor in moving up in seeds. The other thing to keep in mind are that teams that are have phoned it in Teams that have let go of the rope, Brandon, they are at the bottom of the barrel. They are looking at Cabo. They're looking at getting a t- They are done. It's a long year. There's not enough points to, to create value on betting on those teams. So you get these 12, 13, 14, 15-point underdogs. And guys will say, well, you know what? They've got three young players. And they've got this and that, and that. No, do not bet on that. That is a great way to go broke. Thinking that there's value in teams, even worse, a team that you think is going to, um, you know, play his way up in seeding versus a team that's playing for nothing. Don't bet on either one of those teams. Those are not factors. Okay, so those teams that have let go of the rope, you'll see at the end of the year, they're setting their starters more. They're not playing as much. They're not. They're not playing defense. All this type of. Thing. There's not enough points in the world to make them a value, and you don't want to lay those big numbers because the line setters already understand there's no value, so the number's probably about right. So stay away from those. Those are the two kind of trends.
0: Uh, of that sense, though, uh, a case study here possibly. San Antonio, worst team in the Western Conference, only uh, barely double-digit wins going into, uh, into this week, but potentially have the rookie of the year. Would they feature him more to try and get him You know better numbers get Wimby. You know better numbers so he can bolster his case to uh, to win the rookie of the year. And does that then translate to San Antonio wins?
1: If they had any other head coach in the world,
0: (laughs) that is a valid point. That is a very valid point because Greg Popovich
1: couldn't does give a rip about rookie of the year. About he is so mad they're losing. He's had to spend so much time in his Sharma. Tent or whatever, wherever it is he goes to find peace, he, that's where he's spending his time because he doesn't care about any of this except winning. And they are cycling. There are those mid. To, and this, I talked about Sam Presti a few weeks ago, bro. I know we're out of time, but Sam Presti a few weeks ago and how great he is at his job. San San Antonio is what the Oklahoma City Thunder should be. They cycled out of the, of these law these big, big contracts in a mm-hmm. mid major market. And they are where the Thunder should be. When you're a Thunder fan, thank your lucky stars every day. Go buy Sam Presti a drink if you see him out in town because he has kept them out of exactly what San Antonio is. A good player here and there, good coach that knows how to win, and lots of losses. That's not happening in Oklahoma City because Sam Presti's better at discovering talent and making that valley a lot less and a lot better cushion down there to where it really hasn't even been a a valley. Now they're competing to maybe win the Western Conference in the the tournament. I mean, you just never know. So uh, incredible job by him. But no, I would would not bet on that. Your point's valid. Anybody else, maybe. He may sit in based on exactly that. I could see Pop just saying, you know what? Go sit down. You've you've proven proven enough. You've proven that we know you're pretty good and that nobody else (laughs) is. So you go sit down. Get a break. Get you some Gatorade. So uh, uh, final thoughts, Brandon?
0: Uh, just ready for uh, for March because uh, this is the time when basketball is really fun. And for poor suckers like me who work in an office during the day, uh, getting basketball during the day is a fun fun thing.
1: And making extra money during the day as well. You, yeah, you know, how not, can you not you, like that? nice to be 4-0 by the time we hit mid-afternoon nap time,
0: yeah. uh,
1: and which will happen a lot we'll have a lot more plays coming up in the month of March the elite plays, will have a bunch more of those plays as well, that's a big big month for elite plays uh, generally speaking, and a great time to get signed up before we hit all of that go to FatJackSports.com and don't miss out for, for Brandon and the Fat Jack guys don't drink and drive, raise your responsibly enjoy your weekend, have a great time as we spring forward here in a week or so until next week, you've been listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour
0: You're listening to the Fat Jack Sports Hour. Call 1-800-298-1383. Or the simplest thing. Log on to FatJackSports.com and get ready to win.
1: Hey, this is the Fat Jack and it's March. Time to get after college basketball. Are you ready to make some money? It's only $99 this weekend for all the plays through Monday. Or less than $100 a week to go all the way through the madness in the first part of April. Want baseball for free? Sign up now for a longer package. Go to FatJackSports.com. Stop guessing. Stop guessing. Stop losing on your own and start getting consistent winners emailed or text to you. That's FatJackSports.com today from March and beyond. FatJackSports.com.